Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Down to Earth Science, the podcast where we take earth science or environmental science research and make it sound less like a foreign language and more like street chat. And today we are starting from the very beginning. We're looking at the concept of planetary boundaries. And I know that sounds exactly like what we don't want it to sound like, technical. Well, if you bear with me for a few minutes, we will hopefully grasp the concept better. And so planetary boundaries, as the name sounds, is from planets and boundaries. And so we're looking at the idea, or let's let's take it from where it began. So in 2009 or thereabouts, some very smart scientists came together and after a lot of hard work, came up with boundaries or if you prefer, lines that humans must not cross if we would continue to have and enjoy this planet Earth that we call home. So these lines or these boundaries or these lines that must not be crossed have been identified and are now being referred to as planetary boundaries. And to understand this concept properly, I'd like you to imagine that the Earth is a massive, massive seven-bedroom house. And I say seven-bedroom because we have seven continents. And in each of these massive rooms, you've got people of different heights, different sizes, different capacity or capability in every of these rooms. Now, the house would definitely have house rules. If if you've lived in a house with rules before, you have things like everybody must be home by 8 p.m. Um, no using of phones while eating or things like you must account for everything you bring home or tell us where you got it from and things like that. I don't know the kind of rules in the house you may have lived in, but the house rules are usually there to ensure or to maintain the integrity or whatever good thing there is about the house that they intend to sustain or maintain. And so if we imagine this massive house that we've just talked about now, Earth, and this house, let's take it a step further, was designed by this master smart person who designed it in such a way that the house would sustain itself. And what I mean by that is you have people in a room they breathe out air that is not so clean. There are things in place that will take this air. In the case of Earth, the trees around will take this air, convert it, use it for something, and then bring out oxygen or clean air that is good for people to breathe in. That way, it self-regulates, ensures that the air stays constantly clean and not stale. Waste that has been generated, for example, very basic waste, poo. It's also been broken down, used to keep these plants alive or these settings or these structures that help to regulate the air, keep them active. And then it takes the most toxic part of it and stores it far away somewhere. And this whole balance is maintained across board and across all the things that would ordinarily alter the comfort that the people in the house enjoy. But, you know, humans, some people in the rooms would start getting curious and start becoming creative. I would say, okay, you know what? Instead of walking to the next room, why not let's fly to the next room? Or I like to live in another massive house where I have my space and nobody disturbs me, where I have things the way I want them. And then this creativity brings the need 
for people to now create space to maybe build the house. And for those who would like to fly, they need to create the object that helps them fly. Now they need to cut down some of these things that would help regulate the air to set up the structures that will help them build those um, facilities. Now, these changes that are beginning to happen would offset the balance. So you can now have a situation where the air that is supposed to be, regulate, to be regulated is no longer being regulated as it should happen. And so you start have, having accumulation of the waste that should ordinarily not be there. And so what these scientists have done is they've identified that over the years, we've started having accumulation of certain things that might lead to problems. And so these particular things, if nothing is done and they continue to accumulate as they're going, they will definitely get to a certain level that they become a problem for the inhabitants of the house. Now imagine that those levels are the boundaries and now that you know the house we're referring to is our planet earth those boundaries that we mustn't cross in terms of the gases that are being released into the air in terms of the living organisms that are around biodiversity in terms of the trees that must not be cut down or else to get to a point where we can no longer filter the air as we should in terms of the energy that we look for you know to power the planes that we, we created the energy that we've gone to dig out and now using to you know offset the entire setting they've identified that there are certain boundaries that should not be crossed and these are the planetary boundaries there are nine of them as at last check i think we've crossed four already and the nine boundaries are climate change that's the one i'm sure you've heard a lot about climate change climate change and then ocean acidification stratospheric ozone depletion nitrogen and phosphorus flows freshwater use land system change biodiversity loss atmospheric aerosol loading and chemical pollution now these are boundaries that have been identified as i said four have already been crossed and all the effort we're putting in place is to see that we do not cross these boundaries to a point where the earth can no longer sustain us and so i understand that these boundaries have identified are still very sciencey and so in the subsequent episodes we're going to be looking at each of these boundaries and research related to all of these boundaries and the next episode we're actually going to look at climate change because i mean that, that's the most talked about one especially because we have all these things happening around now you know wildfire increasing temperature heat waves floods and they're all being related to climate change how are these things related those are the things we're going to be exploring in the next episode so Remember to tune in and join us. Meanwhile, thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Please stay curious, keep the excitement up, and keep loving our amazing planets. Down to Earth Science is brought to you by yours truly, Onoja Simeon. Music is by bensound.com. And please, 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 please don't forget to check us out on our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Down to Earth Science with Onoja. You can also pop over to our YouTube channel, Down to Earth Science with Onoja, where you can see some handy visuals to go along with our chat. And if you fancy it, my Down to Earth mug. Thank you.